All right, everyone, welcome to another episode of What's What VR. Today, we have Dr. Smita Das with us from Oshner's. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So your practice is in the pain management wheelhouse of things. So kind of mainly dealing with, you know, chronic pain and that kind of thing. What is chronic pain? What's a daily, you know, kind of what's a day in the life for somebody in your shoes that treats chronic pain look like? So chronic pain is typically pain that lasts more than six months in duration. So things less than this are usually considered acute pain. Um, and chronic pain can be uh, constant, meaning it's always there, or it can be intermittent, meaning it comes and goes. Uh, my typical days are usually a mix of clinic, where I see uh, new patients as well as follow up with established patients. Uh, this can be for medication management and follow ups after injections. Um, and then on the procedural side, I'll have days where um, we do procedures, particularly uh, neck injections, back injections, joint injections, and some minimally invasive surgeries. So, hey, that sounds like a whole lot of keeping up and juggling every day, besides, you know, kind of like juggling water, you know, maybe. Um, so, you know, as people go through, we don't know what causes it. You know, it's not always due to a surgery or a gash or, you know, something there, but it, you know, is that part of the, you know, the part of the problem? Is that part of what you're dealing with? You know, can we find the root cause, you know, of this pain? Is that as well kind of where things? So chronic pain is very complex and it actually affects up to 50 million Americans. And despite decades of research, it is um, notoriously hard to treat and remains um, poorly understood. So you're right in that some causes of chronic pain can be related to a specific gash or injury, um, a surgery or an infection, and other causes of chronic pain may not be so apparent. Um, however, some common causes of chronic pain are associated with conditions such as arthritis, such as osteoarthritis, headaches, fibromyalgia, multiple sclerosis, lower back pain. These are just to name a few. So obviously our goal is to treat the underlying condition if we know it, um, but it's important to not only address the physical components of pain, but also the psychological components of pain. So as a pain management provider, what I want um, people to know is that uh, chronic pain is a medical condition and that if you have pain that's not going away or it's getting worse, you should see a pain management specialist. So that's what I was going to, you know, get, we're coming up on September, which is, you know, kind of it, September is, you know, pain awareness, you know, month and I always laugh at these things, frankly, when it comes, you know, it's pain awareness month. It's like, do we only worry about it in September? You know, but, you know, I guess it does bring awareness. It did get us talking here. It's what we wanted you to come on and talk about. So I guess it served its purpose, right? But I guess the question for me would be is, and if I'd use my own self as an example, like at what point do you cross that threshold or how would somebody know? Like, for instance, you know, I had to end up in years back, I had to have a gallbladder taken out. And then they did all these tests and they were like, well, this is just horrible. And I'm like, they're reading charts, like, and the doctors even go like, oh my God, you know, how did you, how are you just now here? And I'm like, I just thought I felt normal. I didn't know any different. They were like, you probably feel horrible. I'm like, I do, but I thought that was normal for me. It's been that way for so long. Is there, 
an acid test, so to speak? Or is there a way where like, how would you tell someone like, okay, if this continually happens, you need to come see me? Sure. I, you know, it's important to be, if you have a pain that, like I said before, is lingering around or getting worse, it doesn't hurt to come see a pain management doctor and get evaluated. And of course, we always hope for a benign or harmless diagnosis and we can send you home and see say see you in six months or a year but if, if it hurts um come and see us we can evaluate it and hopefully get you some good relief and so when you say get good relief like how would that work like you've got certain tools at your disposal for this you know it's not the old you know mr miyagi you know rub your hands real hot and get out together you know what tools do you have at your discretion i guess to help so the most effective way to treat pain is obviously to offer symptom relief, but also to offer support. So at Oshner, we actually take a multidisciplinary approach to tailor an individual plan for each patient. Um, most pain management is done on an outpatient basis, and you have several skilled professionals which might be involved in your care. So some examples might be team members from the neurology and neurosurgery departments or the orthopedic departments. We also work really closely with occupational and physical therapists. Um, I speak um, almost daily with physiatrists um, and psychologists and psychiatrists. So we all work together to come up with an individual tailored plan for each patient, whether that involves uh, diagnostic imaging, physical therapy, medications, or even injections. And so, you know, to kind of just jump, I guess, to zoom out a little bit here, you know, you're with Oshner's and Oshner's originally, you know, was kind of known in the New Orleans market, you know, was, you know, the de facto, you guys have, you know, brought it here Doctors has brought, you know, like all those resources to Baton Rouge, right? It's not a, you know, you're going to do some, you're going to do a clinic visit here, but then you're going to have to start driving down the road. You've got all these different tools and these departments, all these people are here, right? Absolutely. All the departments I just mentioned, neurosurgery, um, psychiatry, psychology, physiatry, neurology. We have all these departments here so we can all take care of you under the same roof. And that's, you know, I guess that's key, right? Because if you've got a problem, you're not just, we're also into devices and things of that nature where we're trying to look at the screen, read the chart. Like you can go walk down the hall and be like, hey, I need to borrow you. Like come sit with me at lunch. I'm trying to figure out what's the cause. Can you look at this? That's That's been the benefit, I guess, of bringing all these people here because it's, it's kind of the way I use the analogy, like one plus one doesn't always equal two. You know, if you can go sit with somebody that you might be able to get more out of it than just reading the chart. Absolutely. I mean, all of us work very closely together and thanks to technology and thanks to being uh, in close quarters, uh, we can really help treat the patient the best. We all work very closely, whether that's talking about, for example, goals with physical therapy. The therapists send me uh, weekly updates on how my patients are doing, uh, what they're improving on, what our three-month goals are, what are things that we need to work on in the long run. And in another light, I also speak really closely with my physiatry and neurosurgery colleagues. If there's something that I feel like a patient would be better served by seeing a neurosurgeon for a second opinion, I can easily reach out to my neighbor next door uh, for their medical knowledge. So we all work closely together to make sure that the patient always comes first. And I guess this would be 
this would be maybe a harder question, or maybe it's not to me. How do you, you mentioned, you know, kind of that neuro, is all pain in, you know, linked back to kind of neuro, you know, in that neuro, or is it like if my leg hurts, does it actually my leg, you know, is it something local there, or is it in my brain thinking that my leg hurts? And so like, and how do you, how do you figure that out? <laughs> sure. I mean, I definitely have a lot of patients that point to their big toe um, and we have to figure out where is that pain coming from. So I usually tell patients that it can be coming from a couple different areas and we need to do a little bit of um, investigation to figure out where that is. So I said the big toe earlier, pain in the big toe, like you said, can come from the big toe itself. Um, it can be muscular. It can come from nerves. It can come from joint arthritis. It can come from tissue inflammation. So figuring out where the pain come from comes from is uh, doing a very targeted physical exam um, and relying upon the history of the patient's pain um, and doing a little bit of diagnosis, getting some imaging. Sometimes we do some more advanced testing like MRIs or something called a nerve conduction study, which tests particular nerves coming out of your spine, down your legs, all the way to your toes and tells me if they're irritated, is this acutely irritated or chronically irritated? So we use a lot of tools in our toolkit to try and hone in on where the pain is coming from, might be more than one area, and then come up with an action plan to treat that. And those tools are driving back home, just that is tools at Oshner's, you know, that it's not having to go all over the place, you know, it's kind of a single stop shop you know, for getting all that done. With September, as we mentioned, you know, being pain management month, you know, what would you tell somebody or like, you know, as we talk to, you know, people listening, you know, watching the show, like when would we we say like, hey, it's not going to hurt? Like, does someone need a referral to get to pain management or do they go to a primary care first or, you know, what's that path, you know, to get to you? So a lot of patients are referred to pain management through referrals, either through primary care or orthopedics, but you can definitely call and make your own appointment. Uh, we definitely have a lot of self-referral patients that we're happy to see. So this isn't something that I've got to go through a whole bunch of steps. If I'm somebody who's been dealing with it, you know, if you've got, you know, if we've got a mom listening or, you know, a child talking about their pain and they're always like, you know, my back is just always hurting and you think it's more than just normal, like you could talk to that, make the call, you know, here's where, you know, it's not something, nobody wants a thousand steps, you know, nobody wants to have to go to that primary care just to get the referral, they can come directly to you. And this would be kind of my call to action, you know, for somebody that if you have a loved one or someone you know, or somebody you work with, that's always complaining, right? That's almost maybe the trigger. It's, you know, they're always complaining that they've they always have a headache or they've always got migraines or their back is always hurt. You know, it's like, that's not normal. You know, let's see if we can help, right? Uh, they can definitely call our clinic and get scheduled without being referred from another physician. So I, if, if you know somebody or you yourself are hurting and suffering, there's no reason for that. Um, we have many avenues and technologies and tools to treat chronic pain um, well. So I encourage anybody um, to, you know, if they, if they feel like they're really struggling with pain to give us a call and we're, we're happy to see them. And would you, I feel like I'm beating the dead horse on the pain thing, but like, would, is there a point to where, like, is it gotta be like, it hurts 
versus like it's uncomfortable versus this bothers me like is it even like down at that lower level that like yeah like my knee bothers me you know when i do this well don't do that anymore you know problem solved or is it like no if something's just not you shouldn't be having these types of things even the small you know that people just might go through i again myself i've got a knee problem you know i've always had it you know and i just suck it up and just kind of move through it you know it's like maybe i shouldn't have to do that right is there a level in which you say come in when you get to this point well i think for each patient that's probably different but um like i said before um we like to treat the physical or the um the pathology of someone's pain what is causing it but there's a psychological component too so if there is something that is uncomfortable that may not be severe pain it still affects your functionality um, are you having difficulty standing, walking, doing things around the house, spending time with your family? There's no reason to live with that discomfort. Um, we're happy to see you. We can evaluate you and come up with a treatment plan. So pain doesn't have to be severe for you to be seen by a doctor. Uh, it's interesting. Some types of nerve pain aren't even described as painful. It might just be numbness or tingling or just an odd sensation. And that's something that we can evaluate and treat as well. So I wouldn't say that there's particularly a magic pain score or pain has to be particularly bad for someone to come in. If there is an uncomfortable or painful sensation and it's lingering um, or getting worse, uh, pain management is definitely the um, people to see. And I was saying, as you were talking, it's kind of the, if it's affecting your life in some way, like if you're saying, I'm not going to go visit my kids because it hurts to sit in the car, you know, to make that drive. That's probably a reason, like, come on in. If you're maybe taking off from work, you know, multiple times, you know, in a month because of a migraine or, you know, something, it's like, let's don't just suck it up and push through it because maybe it hurts. Like you said, it's intermittent. It's not a constant. It might be once a week, but that's still something like make the appointment. It's you guys aren't turning that away. You know, you shouldn't know. Um, my goal as a pain management provider is to help each patient reach their maximum level of function and independence while also maximizing their quality of life. And, and that includes emotional and psychological and social factors. So I have a lot of patients who tell me, you know, before I was able to play with my grandkids and pick them up or before I was able to wash the dishes and mop and I can't do these things anymore. So my goal is not only to reduce your pain score or your pain level, but also when I see you back, are you able to play with your grandkids now? Are you able to walk instead of a half a mile, two miles now? Are you able to go about your day, do your chores and spend time with your family without being in severe pain? So the goals for pain management are not only reduction in pain or just managing pain, but improving functionality, improving independence and improving your quality of life. That's a good day if you can do that, right? And so it's gotta be rewarding. Um, I think it's, it's a resource that we have in our community to have you here and to have Oshners here and to make the investments and the tools and all the different things to do this. So I appreciate everything you're doing, you know, as well as, you know, Oshner giving you the tools to do it. I thank you. I, um, it's a privilege to be able to take care of patients and it really feels wonderful to see a patient who may have been suffering with pain for months, years, decades, and helping them, 
change their lives and uh, most of all having less pain but also being happier so um, functionality quality of life those things are just as important to me as finding the cause of the pain and treating it absolutely well I think I think if we kind of wrap it and tie it into a bow, like I said, I think it's funny. It's pain management month and all the months and orthodontic months. And, you know, everybody's got a month and everybody's got to walk, you know, but, um, but I think it's something to challenge for everybody, you know, whether if you've dealt with it yourself, you know, to, you know, give a call to your office, we'll put some links down, you know, in the description here, but, or find that person, you know, that person that's just always, whether it be a parent or a grandparent, you know, like people shouldn't have to deal with this. It's an easy, you know, get in and see, you never know. Right. Like I said, I didn't know before I had my pancreas or gallbladder or whatever gallbladder taken out that how much better I would feel afterwards. I was just, I thought that was the norm. So. Absolutely. I think- you know, some patients also have had maybe poor experiences with getting their tra- uh, pain treated, um, maybe from other hospitals, facilities, doctors, but, um, you know, pain management has come a long way. And as I said before, we have a lot of tools in our toolkits for evaluation and treatment. So even if you've tried to treat your pain before and didn't get good results, that doesn't mean we don't have other options available for you. To- and I think, I, you know, it goes without saying, but I, you know, would want to bring it up because it may be the one last barrier that we could tear down for somebody is don't preconceive or make things, don't think people are going to judge you or question you if you come in, right? You know, pain, you know, you may not have the gash or have had the car accident or something, but if, you know, if your elbow's hurting and it looks normal, nobody's going to question you when you, you know, it's like, we believe, you know, you've got a pain. That's what you're there. You do this all day long. And I think that, Maybe that's that last barrier that somebody might be, you know, watching and going, they're not going to believe me. There's nothing, there's no reason why, you know, my elbow should be hurting, but that's, you know, how, what is it? Uh, I heard my daughter say one, you know, it's like a judgment-free zone. You know, sure. kind of. It's my job to make my patients feel validated and hear their stories um, and, you know, do my best to evaluate the symptoms that they're having and treat them um, the best way I know how from a multidisciplinary approach. So um, no, no pain is too small or too big. Um, we're always happy to see everybody. Well, Dr. Taz, I appreciate you spending some time with us and unpacking what probably is a mystery to a lot of people, you know, the, what you do and you know how you guys do it. So I appreciate you coming by and telling us, you know, what it's like, you know, a day in the life and then also the work you're doing to make people's lives improve their quality of life at the end of the day. So thank you very much. I was very happy to be here. All right. Well I appreciate it. We'd like to have you come back, you know, and talk about it some more and we'll see uh we'll see you soon. Sounds good. See you soon.